This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder, speaking to you from beautiful Frankfurt. You might know this city only as the financial capital of Germany, well, of Europe really, but it is actually a very charming, friendly, relaxed sort of place. I'm quite relaxed too. I'm ambling slowly to the Hauptbahnhof because my train to Stuttgart has just been cancelled and so there is simply no rush. But that gives me a chance to uh, catch up on the story I have just been covering, which is frankly extraordinary. Let me give you the background. Eurostar lost 95% of its revenue for a whole 15 months in uh, 2021 because of the COVID pandemic. Um, They say we didn't get any of the financial support that airlines got and our shareholders had to put in £250 million. Um, We're looking for £500 million in um, loans. We're not able to get those on favourable terms. We're in a mess. Uh, and uh, oh and by the way Omicron and this was the French suddenly banning British travellers Omicron cost us an extra 50 million euros but the context of this statement by Jacques Damas who leaves Eurostar at the end of the month is that Hugh Merriman the well regarded senior Tory MP and the chair of the Transport Select Committee wrote him a letter on the 7th of September saying, please explain your decision not to reopen for the time being the international rail stations in Kent, in Ebbsfleet at Ashford. Both of them really important. One for people who are driving around the M25, the other for anybody who lives really in uh, East Sussex, coincidentally, Mr Merriman's constituency or of course um, anywhere in Kent much easier for them rather than um, going into London and then coming back so Mr Merriman understandably wanted to know about this important piece of um, infrastructure and travel options well I'm not sure whether he was expecting what he got but he has to his credit Mr Merriman and he's published Monsieur Damas his uh, criticism And it basically boils down to, well, not quite just Brexit, because there's a little bit of um, engineering problems they've been having too, but it is an absolutely crushing indictment of what the UK asked for. Now, just a reminder that the withdrawal agreement negotiated by the UK government after the vote for Brexit was insistent we wanted to be treated as third country nationals by the European Union. 
that has all kinds of consequences. Of course, you can't go live, work, study, have long holidays in Europe. That's what we asked for. You have to be stamped in and out of the European Union. Again, that's something that we asked for. But that takes time and it takes space. And while certainly traveling around, I mean, yesterday I flew into Frankfurt and I was uh, held up you know, <laughs> looking across at the empty European Union queue and then, of course, a great long line of people. That's you know, what we asked for. But the thing is, at airports, they've got a bit of space to do that. At Eurostar's terminal in London, which was never designed for the idea that, oh yes, the British will want to be uh, separated from their nearest neighbours and therefore they will need to have extra space to stamp those passports in and out. There just isn't space. Um, we have found out that instead of processing 2,000 pass 2,200 passengers an hour, the capacity is now reduced by one third to just 1,500 an hour. That is shocking, frankly. And it means that Eurostar can't run as many trains as it would like to. And furthermore, it can put up prices as high as it likes, really. And the um, uh, Mr. Damas said, well, yeah, we're, we're, we've got to repair our financial position. And a pretty good way to do that is to uh, charge people more money. And because there's so few seats around, we can do that. Oh, and by the way, we're certainly not going to be um, getting uh, our uh, trains to stop at intermediate stations. And of course, that includes Ashford and Street, but it also, crucially, includes um, lovely Calais in uh, northern France. Really handy stop for anybody heading for that part of northern France, but they're not going to be stopping there because it's simply financially unviable. He adds... This is not sustainable in the medium to long term. In other words, you've got the boss of Eurostar saying effectively to the UK government, sort this out. We cannot carry on like this. You are making people pay more. You're giving them less choice. You are undermining their ability to travel because of Brexit. He also warned well, we simply don't have any idea what is going to happen when the new um, uh, rules come in for the entry-exit system. This is something else that the UK has absolutely insisted upon, that British people should uh, become subject to the idea that uh, they should, we should um, have our photographs taken and fingerprints taken when we go into Europe. Again, don't blame Europe for this. This is something that we wanted, everybody. Anyway, it means that the space available at uh, St Pancras will become even less tenable. So, the chair of the Transport Select Committee, Hugh Merriman, says he is writing to the new rail minister, who um, has been in post for about a week. Um, his predecessor lasted seven months, so not a great deal of continuity there. Uh, and to the rail regulator to find out what can be done to protect this essential asset. I shall look forward to finding out what they say. Meanwhile, well, I'm now here at the Hauptbahnhof. 
think I shall have a cup of coffee and dream of the days when we could really go anywhere we wanted to and we didn't have to worry about all this passport palaver. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Great to talk to you. Uh, I shall look forward to speaking to you tomorrow when I may finally be in Stuttgart, but I'm not holding my breath. I'll feed us in. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.